0: Welcome! You found the Out of the Ordinary Podcast, where we believe that the very best stories grow out of the soil of ordinary life. I'm Christy Purifoy.
1: And I'm Lisa Jo Baker. And a few of our favorite ordinary Christmas things are gingerbread houses, blasting Christmas music, and the smell of pine needles.
0: And a few of mine are Christmas picture books, Hoping and praying for snow and
1: homemade cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Mm, We hope these conversations help you see the extra hidden right in plain sight in your ordinary Christmas too. Get comfy. Here we go.
0: In this season of gift-giving, we are unwrapping five gifts with one another and you, our listeners. It's kind of like an Advent countdown calendar. We have a gift for each of the categories we include every month in our paper and string care package. There's something to read,
1: to listen, to taste, and then something for grow and gather as well. Each of these is a sampling of the articles, music, recipes, artworks, spiritual practices, reflections, and so much more. We actually send out from the Black Barn each month to subscribers in our paper and string digital care package. You can always follow the link in the show notes to treat yourself or go to outoftheordinarypodcast.com slash PS or, you know, just listen today and enjoy. <laughs> this
0: week's gift is just that, listen. So, Lisa Joe, I have a song to recommend to our listeners today, but before I tell you what it is, <laughs> I just want to back up and share a little bit about, well, I, I don't know, would you say for you in your own life, is there a difference between the music you listen to during Advent and the, the music that feels more Christmassy to you? So, we're talking about Advent. Do you distinguish between Advent music and Christmas music? I didn't
1: used to until you and I talked about this on the podcast. Yes!
0: I've got. I've planted that seed in your brain. So same for me. I I never used to, but I have been um, in more liturgical churches for many years now, where the hymns that we sing on Advent Sundays are different from the hymns and carols we sing uh, during Christmas, the twelve days of Christmas. And I think that practice flowed into just my ordinary at home listening. So, during these weeks of Advent, I tend not to be playing the songs my children love about snow like marshmallows and Santa and jingle bells and, um, of course, the Mariah Carey song Everyone Knows. My children love that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When it's just me and I get to control the music, I really lean into some of my Advent playlists that you know think our listeners would be familiar with Kim Emmanuel you know that kind of song that is thematically maybe a little darker a little sadder um a little more feeling that ache and that longing and so some years i i need that well i always need it let me say it this way some years i need that more than others so last year There was just some things going on uh, with one of my kids, some things in the family, and last December was really hard, and um, we were making a big decision about um, some things for our kids, and it just, the heaviness of it coincided with December. And then last year, I discovered this new album. It just came out from a Christian singer, some of our listeners will know, Nicole Nordman. So her album came out for Advent right at this time where I was really, really feeling the heaviness of everything. I can remember one day, actually, as we do this season, it's so busy. And so last year, you know, I had people coming over and I was planning some menus and I'd written out my grocery list and I had rushed to the grocery store. It was all a rush and a bother and it felt hard and it felt heavy. And of course, my brain is trying to process this decision we're making. And um, I got to the grocery store and I remember pulling into the the parking space and thinking, I can't do this. And I just sat. <laughs> I just sat in the car and I listened to this song and I started to pray. And I just took a moment, actually quite a long one. I, I just realized I cannot just keep putting one foot in front of the other, going, checking off my things, going to the grocery store. And so I don't know how long I sat in the car, but I remember listening to the song and it brought such comfort. And I think this is the, it's kind of an irony, but it just works this way for me. When I am feeling the heaviness, when I am feeling burdened and troubled, happy music doesn't help. <laughs> it, it doesn't make me feel better. I need songs that, that acknowledge the hard, that acknowledge the sad. Somehow I find great comfort in that. I don't know if that's true for everyone, but it really is true for me. So this song by Nicole Nordman, it is from an album called Fragile or Fragile,
1: which seems which, really appropriate for this yeah. year. <laughs>
0: right and this is a this is essentially a christmas album and yet i think right in that name fragile you hear oh this is different maybe and i love it makes me think just in that name of what christmas is which is you know this great good and glorious showing up of god among us and yet how does he show up he shows up in the form of this utterly vulnerable baby born to this Couple who are themselves so fragile, just sort of tossed on the waves of history and and the empire that says go and be counted for a census. I mean, yeah. So just just from the name, you know, it's a little bit a little bit different. But I think really perfectly <laughs> Christmas. And then the song itself that I love that I want to share with our listeners is called "We Watch, We Wait." And I think it has a lot in common with "O Come, O Come Emmanuel." She actually says in it, I'm trying to recall, the. I've listened to it so many times, it's it's definitely in my head. But she says, um, "Oh, it starts with the ancient word, and then she says, Emmanuel, we breathe your name. And it really, the song almost sounds to me like one of those, those breath prayers where you can't quite distinguish between praying, <laughs> crying, and just breathing the name of Jesus in and out. She says, Emmanuel, we breathe your name. And then the song it she also says you know how you know that refrain that advent refrain of how long well she she changes it just a little bit you know how many deserts how many burnt offerings and you just feel like the weight of not only old testament jewish waiting for the messiah but our own ache and our own waiting and our own wondering how long how long and oh Lisa Joe I tell you last december just more than ever, I needed to hear my own question of how long, you know, how long will we be facing this hard thing? How long will we be undecided about this thing? And I needed my little how long to be pulled up and swept up into this bigger cosmic, (laughs) how long, Lord, how long, and I think um, for me personally, like leaning into that and receiving that and letting myself feel the depth of that actually pays off in a way through the Advent journey as we get to Christmas. When Christmas comes and it it's like I can receive that joy and I can receive the story new again because I have, you know, leaned into to that longing that comes before. So highly recommend this song. If you, <laughs> dear listener, are in a place where maybe, goodness, especially this year of COVID and just how different um, our celebrations are this year, if you are feeling that ache, then um, especially I recommend We Watch, We Wait by Nicole Nordeman. I think you and I are
1: in the same place this year because unlike you, I usually enjoy peppy Christmas music from the jump. I mean, like, This year, even before Thanksgiving, I was fine with it. We talked about that a couple (laughs) episodes back. But um, like you, this year has been really hard for us. Um, And I know yours was particularly last year, but this year has been a really difficult one for us. Just a lot of grief. um, And not just for the loss of normalcy, like our normal rhythms, but we've just had some really hard health stories from Friends and then really close family who are so far away from us. And that has been one of the hardest things the sense of distance. I can't just jump on a plane and be home um, when people are now forced to quarantine or they're in hospital. So you can't even go in and visit them. And people grieve and manage pain and anxiety in different ways. The way it has looked for us is that for days, I sat on the living room sofa in my pajamas. And my children sat sort of like watching guard over me, like on either side of me, like real close. We were under many blankets and we binge watched Cobra Kai on Netflix. (laughs) I know someone right now is like, wait, what? (laughs) And Cobra Kai is like this 80s reboot of the Karate Kid movie. So if you grew up with the Karate Kid from the 80s and 90s, then you're very familiar and it picks up that story. And interestingly enough, it's a sad take it's it's really about people whose lives have been formed by hard things that happened in high school and how as adults they're still wrestling with what that means for them and we would sit watching these episodes and then i would get phone calls from south africa or from close friends in the states we would pause the show i would take the call and cry a lot with whoever i was talking to hang up My kids would be petting my back or hugging me, I'd blow my nose, and then we'd just keep watching the show. (laughs) That's kind (laughs) of like how we were trying to manage our way through what has been a really hard few weeks. But it's funny, those combination of things took me back to some of my favorite Christmas songs that come out of my childhood, my own childhood, my own hard seasons. And my mom, she loved Christmas music very much. And she particularly loved this 70s group who I'm curious if you're familiar with, Christy. They're called Boney M. Have you heard of them? No, no. So they're like an Afro-Caribbean group. If you heard the songs, I think you would be very familiar with them. Probably their okay. most famous Christmas song is called Mary's Boy Child. Mary's boy child Jesus Christ was born on Christmas oh, day. Oh yes, 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 right. Okay. Like long time ago in Bethlehem. Anyway, I won't sing it for you. We will we'll actually add <laughs> there's a playlist we'll link in our show notes in this lovely listen episode and you can go and listen to these songs that we're talking about. But That's the one they're the most famous for, where they sing about Mary's boy child and he was born on Christmas Day. And it's quite uplifting. And my mom used to just blare it and she would dance around the kitchen with this music on. And of course, Christmas in South Africa is in the heart of summertime. So when I hear this song, that's what I think about. I think about hot, hot weather, us being in in and out of the swimming pool. (laughs) It's like this Christmas music is playing but this year, there's another song that Boney M is quite famous for. And it's not specifically a Christmas song, but I always think of it and play it at Christmas time because Advent really is about the fulfillment of promises. There's a nation that's been waiting for generations for the king who's going to come to release them from captivity. And there's a song that Boney M does called Rivers of Babylon. And man, it's so beautiful. And some of the lyrics go like this, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, and we wept when we remembered Zion. And they goes on to say, There the wicked carried us away in captivity, required from us a song. Now how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? And I feel like I can cry sometimes just reading it because it's felt that way this year. I feel like I'm in the strange land because we're in this territory that's hard to understand or make sense of. And so how do we process that? And the song goes on to say, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight here tonight. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable by the rivers of Babylon. There we sat down and we wept when we remembered Zion. And it's, it's a story that is, echoing the refrain of a people who were in exile and felt like maybe God had forgotten them, but they are remembering Him, and they are choosing to speak the old promises, right, of who God is and what He has said, and that is what Advent is all about. And so when I listen to that song, as you know, songs are like time travel, right? Like they can take us back to all these seasons of our life, and I feel like I travel back and I see my mom in the kitchen And I travel forward and I think about losing her and what God has done. And so in the season of current grief, there's something about a song like that that anchors us to the promises of the goodness of God, that even when we are sitting in a strange land, we can still sing the Lord's song. Like That's what this song reminds us, that God has given us a song and a promise that He will revisit. He will come back. He won't leave us here. He will bring us out of exile. And so, I here I am finding myself where you are, Christy, in Advent this year, really embracing songs that make space for mourning and for grief, but that look forward to a promise that God isn't going to leave us here in this strange land. He's going to come and get us. He will. He promises.
0: That's right, that's right. If we grieve, we don't grieve as those who have no hope. We have so much hope. And I think that's why, at Advent, I really do welcome this invitation to, um, to feel the sadness or to feel any grief that's there, because I know' it's, it's not it's one stop on the road, and the road is leading us somewhere so good, so hopeful, so beautiful. So I feel like I'm picturing Lisa Joe like week, week after week. It's like this little advent calendar. We're yes. opening with little little paper windows. So I hope this year, or this week, it reminded me of those, um, you know, those, I think they're actually kind of awful, but those greeting cards you can buy where you open oh, them and yes, then the song starts playing. yes <laughs> My children love those so much. <laughs> of course they do, right? My kids love them too. And so I feel like this week's Advent calendar, we've opened the little paper windows and these wonderful songs have started playing. And so, yes, I hope our listeners will click through and and listen to the playlist that we're sharing. And we share playlists every month in paper and string. Um, It's one of my favorite parts of it. So next week, next week, we've got another window in the advent calendar and it's going to be, Oh, this one's going to be good.
1: My favorite thing. Taste. Yeah. Taste coming
0: next week. (laughs)